Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Raw Talk. This is your host, Glenn, and we are on Season 1, Episode 6, and tonight I am super excited, a little bit nervous, and very thankful we have our first international guest coming live from Nigeria. So you do have to, like, I do have to apologize in advance for some of the sound discrepancies. We were talking before the show about Nigeria, and the sound that you're going to be hearing via Zoom is actually... Uh, Transformers supplying power because some of their power is very spotty where he lives. So, um, Vix, I want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Fred. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, let me just tell you, uh, I'll tell you all how we met. So, uh, Victor and I met in a podcast group on Facebook, and we were, you know, exchanging conversations through that, uh, through that post. And essentially Victor had made a post about being nervous for starting his own podcast. And I commented on it and said, there's nothing to be nervous about. Uh, he was a little bit uh, taken back by some of his speech. As you can hear tonight, he is obviously from Africa and we are from the United States. So it is a complete culture shock for both of us, but we're excited to have him on a uh, little background about Victor is uh, he is a, a strategic thinker. He is an ecologist, a thought leader, he designs footwear in Africa, which I found to be super cool. And he is an up-and-coming podcaster and musician who loves to talk to young people to help inspire and motivate them and also teach them about life. So Victor and I prefaced before the show to keep it to one topic. And tonight, the topic that Victor chose was uh, success through pain. So I'm super excited to have him on the show. Uh, Victor, why don't you hop on here and tell us a little bit about you know your life? Tell us how old you are, uh, what time it is in Nigeria. Um, but I'm super grateful to have you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much, Fred. Thank you very much. An awesome opportunity to talk to young people around here, around your neighborhood. Okay. Um, I got 24 August last year. Um, it's been an exciting experience living in Nigeria, and um, oh my, I, don't, I think you've said, said most, most, of, most of what I have said, but living in Nigeria has been very fun, and trust me, it's, it's a different way living in Nigeria, trust me. Yeah, I bet, man. I mean, like we talked about before was that noise that people are going to hear throughout this episode is actually the noise of a transformer because you said that that power is pretty spotty in Nigeria. Is that right? Yeah, true. true. Um, we don't, we really don't have steady power supply. See that? So, yeah. That, yeah that's kind of crazy, man. Cause you know, I showed you earlier about the light switches here okay. and uh, you know, obviously there are other challenges that you face that, you know, people outside of Africa would face. And I love that you brought up that you wanted to talk about success through paint. Because I think that that topic relates well to the other podcast that we have done throughout this throughout this season, and uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about it, man. Uh, you, you're a super interesting person. You've done a lot with your life, so why don't we hop in from growing up in Africa and what uh, you know, how you decided to get into some of the fields that you're in? So take it away, man. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So living in Africa is is very exciting. Because the reality that exists in this part of the world is is very very unique, very very unique. We're battling a lot of things. We're battling most some of most of what I, most of the realities in Africa are known to the to the world. Corruption, which is pop, which is popular in every country, or poverty, poor um, standard of living, and all of those stuff are very predominant in Africa. We're a third world country and a lot of things are happening. There are a lot of changes going on. All right, a new set of people arising. Yes, um, I know that. I know that convincingly. A new set of people arising. But just to take away the fact that predominantly we face a lot of pain, we face a lot of uh, challenges. Success in Africa, for you to be successful in Africa, the odds are first of all against you. All right. But wow. The narrative, yeah, the, even though the media tries to exaggerate a lot of things, a lot of things good about Africa are still going on. And there are a lot of uh, um, a lot of underground work that have been done to help Africa, both, both by Africans and non-Africans. A lot of things are going on, all right? So I can say for sure that 
Africa is yet to see the light. Yes, true. But we are, we are, we are on our journey. So um, I thought that the reason why I brought about this topic, success through pain, is simply because let me go straight to that. Um, pain can be very distracting. Yeah. And yeah, nobody wants to experience pain of any sort, emotional pain, financial pain, physical pain, or whatever. It can be very distracting and very, very, um, it can be very painful. <laughs> you can say that. Okay, but it does still take away the fact that pain is a basic nature of, is a basic essence of our reality. And pain has a benefit. Right? Because it is easy for us to say that, um, it's easy for us to say that why would why would why would, why should we experience pain? But truth be told, I was telling somebody one time and I said that all of pain is an indication of adjustments mm. or an or an indication for adjustment. Alright. I was studying one time, one time uh, I was studying one time in school and I stumbled on a disease called SIPA. It's a very rare condition. It's a very rare condition. SIPA is SIPA is spelled is a short word, is an acronym for congenital insensitivity to insensitivity. Uh, hey Victor, I think we might have lost you or your connection kind of went out here. Uh, you are frozen, but that is the the downfall that we deal with here with Zoom. So unfortunately, like I said, you were coming from Nigeria and uh, you kind of froze a little bit. So if you can hear me, let me know and then we'll hop back into it. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. So I just want to preface to the viewers, you know, un unfortunately, this is our first international. Well, not unfortunately, but, uh, you know, it's it's a great experience to have this. But there is a lot of causality that comes with testing out new things. So, um, uh, you know, with Victor being in Nigeria, me being here in North Carolina, Obviously, there is a, a distance factor and some of the Internet. We talked earlier about electricity, too. So if you guys just bear with us, we'll get back to the topic. So uh, why don't you pick back off where you left, pick back up where you left off for me, uh, talking about pain and, uh, you know, overcoming that pain to achieve success. OK, 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 OK. So I was saying that pain can be very distracting and a lot of people do not like it. It's not fun. It's not sweet. It's not nice. No. But the truth, truth be told is pain, I, I made a statement before, I don't know if you heard me, I said pain, all of pain is an indication for adjustment or of adjustment. Yeah, I like that because I um, I remember a quote and it kind of relates back to pain in the, in the form of negative and positive experiences in your life. And I think it was something in the sorts of like the quality of your life is not determined by the quality of your positive experiences, but the quality of your negative experiences. And to sure. get and to get good at dealing with negative experiences is to get good at dealing with life. So I think what sure. you're saying is hand in hand is to live life and be successful through life is you have to kind of go through some pain sometimes to reach your overall destination of success and achieving your goals. So I really like this topic that you talked about because we can dive deep into it. And with you being, you know, a strategic thinker like you are, I, I'm going to love to hear more in depth about, you know, how you feel about pain and how that motivated you to be successful and overcome a lot of issues that maybe some people here in the United States or anywhere around the world that are privileged don't have those opportunities to do. So, uh, you know, let's talk about pain again. And, you know, what pain are you prepared to temporarily endure to get closer to your, you know, life goals? And, and that's a question for you. Okay, okay. Um, um, okay, let me say this. That's the case of pain. Um, but I want to say this, um, there are two dimensions of pain, the pain of discipline or the, or the pain of regret. It means that there are some restrictions you give yourself, there are some, there are some losses of enjoyment or some deprivations that you necessarily give yourself, which is discipline, or the effects that comes when you don't give yourself those restrictions. Get. So discipline itself is a kind of thing, and for me, that's one of the pain I I, I am working on. I've been working on it for a very long time, and I'm still working on it because discipline yeah. is, is that 
Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. I'm just listening to you. Yeah, so discipline is that part, is that kind of pain that is necessary for everybody who wants to achieve success to, to have. Wow. Discipline in all around. Yeah, in as much as to facing life challenges because meaninglessness, meaninglessness is not, yeah, meaninglessness is, is not because we experience pain, but because we experience too much pleasure. Huh. All right. Meaningfulness is your ability to endure pain enough that you see the light through it. Pain is a natural reality because even if you're making gold, you're making gold, it passes through some level of discomfort. Okay, so um, I make sure, so the few times you make sure, you experience some level of discomfort. You do a shoe for us. Um, you want to do some things, but you're streamlined to that thing. You understand? So there's for you to achieve anything beautiful, there's a level of discomfort it must bring. And that's what you need to know. At best, what I advise anybody to do is to enjoy the pain. I was telling somebody one time, I told the person, I said, don't waste your suffering. All right? Uh, because pain is that avenue where you can get some deep lessons from life that pleasure cannot teach you. Yeah. Pain is loud. Pain can speak loudly to you. All right. So I tell people, enjoy the best of the pain the pain brings and move on. Because yeah, excess of anything. I uh, I'm writing a book. I'm working on a book. And one of the points of that book I was saying, I was talking about the blessedness of pain. All right. The blessedness of pain where pain can be very instructive. I was talking about a right condition called SIPA. Congenital uh, insensitivity, insensitivity to pain, and with anhydrosis. It is a rare condition where the human being does not have the ability to feel pain. Do you think? Do you think that there are people out there who have the ability not to feel pain? Mm, uh, any human entity that doesn't have the ability to feel pain has an anomaly yeah and i man I, I find that super interesting that you said that the two types of pain that uh you discussed a little bit earlier was the pain of discipline and the pain of regret and i'm sitting here while you talk and i'm thinking back on my life because a lot of times i think people can mischaracterize mischaracter i can't even say the word mischaracterize pain right so pain yeah. can be seen from somebody's standpoint as a repercussion of something bad that they have done. But the way that you tend to look at it is pain as a repercussion of something that came from being disciplined along a way of achieving a goal. And I think that that's super motivational in and of itself. And then on the other hand, you have pain of regret. So I'm sitting here and thinking as well is through your life. And as you get older and you realize that you take different avenues and you make decisions to go down different roads, every person probably feels some type of pain of regret because, you know, I can look back on my life and we talked to, you know, a couple of people on this show throughout the episodes who also have regret of some things that if they can go back in time and change something, they would. I have never talked to someone in my entire life who has said that where they're at now is where they want to be. So, you know, I, I find that super deep on a level of looking at it from pain of regret because, a lot of times people don't want to look back and say, I should have made this decision or I should have did this. You know, yeah. when you yeah. live, when yeah. you, yeah, when you live in the moment, you try to feel like everything you have done has been of purpose or of choice and decision. But I'm kind of blown away at the fact that you brought those two up. And that transitions back to, you know, the question I asked before we talked about the two types of pain is what pain are you prepared to temporarily endure to get closer to your lifelong goals? And, and okay, yeah, yeah, that's I, a question. So, okay, so I I said I said that um, one of the pain I am I am am enduring is the pain of discipline because <laughs> that pain is that pain the pain is easier. The pain of regret is more painful <laughs> than the pain of discipline. Why? Because you in discipline you you put you put yourself under self-inflicted pain for the purpose of a good result yeah 
trigger. So uh, uh, it's not just the pain of regret is is the inevitable. And I, I, I said some sometime I said um, everybody must experience one. Every individual must experience one. So for me, I I I have chosen to to, to experience that pain of discipline where. I will want to do some things, but because I can see the end and I would be able to delete some gratifications, all right, I enjoy that pain hmm. consciously. All right. So um that is easier. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. When yeah, I'm 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 writing a book and the and the book is titled The Law of Restraint. And in that book I was saying that nothing is free. Freedom is a myth. Freedom does not exist. I said I said, for everything that is beautiful, beauty is a product of form and is, is a product of shape and balance. What that means is that for beauty to exist, there must be boundaries, all right? So beauty is not a product of randomness. It's a product of conscious, intentional boundaries set around it, all right? It's the same thing with discipline in this case. If you must experience a beautiful life, there must be some things you will not do. There must be some deprivations you must you must you must endure inconvenience and discomfort you must endure to create to create the beauty and the glory that you want to see okay so does being a sufferer or someone who endures pain on you know the two scales that we're talking about does that make you more prone to be successful in life oh thank you for, that's a very interesting question okay because you enjoy pain does not mean you'll be successful. All right. Now the now this is where it is. I was, I was thinking later um, earlier on today now, and it just came to my mind. I found out that determination. All right, you're frozen again, buddy. So we'll give it a second, and then we'll let you come All back right. in. So you have to be determined. You froze. So just go back to uh, what you were saying. Sorry. Okay. So I was saying, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah, I was saying that um, determination is not a factor of production. I was thinking sometime earlier on today. I w- and in response to your question, because you experience pain does not mean that you would have a successful life. Pain is a necessary route to success, true. But because you experience pain does not mean you have a successful life. There are other factors that must, that must be added to pain. Mm-hmm. That must be added to the pains that you experience to create success. Which would be what? Things, yeah, things like um, a plan, a vision, persistence, you know, consistency, um, network, um, you know, uh, investments, money. These are things that can make your life successful. Other things... Um, other, 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 just, it's not just um, about pain, all right? So the pain there is, is, is to the point that one of the ingredients of success is endurance and perseverance. Hmm. Where in spite of your obvious challenges, you still drive through. I can say this because I'm from Africa. I'll face a lot of, of a lot of challenges. Yeah. First of all, if you if you must be successful in Africa, the odds are against you, especially in Nigeria. If you if you want to be successful in Nigeria, the odds are against you. So rising be rising above the odds is a physical strength. Yes, financial strength. It is training. It can be very stretching and very stressful. All right, but you see that. A lot of persons are doing great things in Africa. A lot of a lot of Nigerians are doing doing great things. Media can be very exaggerating. Yeah. All right. True. Yeah. So have you yeah. seen have you seen the media in the United States? Come on. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm saying that because I think it's a general characteristics. Um, media can be for for them to make sales because I think I'm of the opinion that most media make money by selling negativity yeah <laughs> most media yes. yeah so you know, they want to tell you how it's quick happen in this country and what is happening in this country that is not going well you would hardly find a media outlet that sells positivity so 
So yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about that because you know Nigeria and the United States are completely different. And what I wanted to hit, what I want to hit on here is suffering and pain because in the United States, I mean, everybody has the opportunity to be successful, and it you know at, at a point here you become your own worst enemy, right? So America, the land of the free, um, everyone has you know rights, and here it's like. What I find to be challenging most for me is myself and my fear of failing at obstacles or uh, goals in my life that I have set. So on a previous episode, we talked about setting obtainable goals, right? And I think I'll revert back to my question is, I think pain, being someone who is a sufferer and goes through pain, makes you a little bit more prone to success because you have endured a little bit more of the hardships that somebody else wouldn't here. We don't, we, we don't have like, we don't have the constraints like Nigeria has, right? Like um, obviously um, you know, we have inequality or whatever you want to call it um, inequity. But if you can really hone in and take your pain from your life as to you're setting goals and you're suffering through pain of discipline or pain of regret. And we'll just, let's call it pain of discipline because I think for obtaining goals that you set, the pain of discipline is going to be more relevant here. So going through that pain of discipline here is completely different than it is in Nigeria because a lot of times you have to take a step back here and realize that you are in your own way. And I think for me, that's how I am is I get in my own way sometimes because I am, afraid to fail, afraid to fail at things. And nobody wants to be seen as a failure. So I like that you said that. And, uh, you know, we talked about success too. And how is success defined to you, you know, coming from Nigeria? Like, talk to me about that. Okay. Okay. Very interesting question. Um, why this is important to me is because some years ago I had to define, give my definition of success. You know, why, why I did that is because I've observed that most times we follow popular opinion. And popular opinion is not always right. Popularity is not a test of truth. All right? It doesn't mean because it's popular is, is the truth. No, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Because it's popular does not mean it's, 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 it's the truth. All right? So I get my definition of success. And my definition of success is this, that everybody who comes close to me is successful. Mm. Wow. So, um, it, 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 it is not just limited to money. All right. I'm still a young man trying to make ends meet. How old are you again? I'm 24. 24. Oh, yeah. You're young, man. You're young. So, you're a young individual trying to make ends meet. So, sorry to interrupt you. I just needed to know. Yeah. Okay. So, um, a lot of my age, mate, a lot of my People within my age bracket are doing great things, doing great, like serious things, making big money. But for me to ease up the pressure and then understand my reality and understand my personality and the line I'm, I'm going, I have to give my own definition of success. And by that, I can say I'm successful because I've done that over and over. Why that is, is because you, okay, let me say this. I was, I've said this over and over again. I said, wealth, in the calendar of wealth, or in the structure of wealth, money is the reason. All right, so, because I've seen people who have money, but they're not truly successful. All right, so for, my, for me, my definition of success is when every individual meets me, that person becomes successful. And by that, I can say I've, 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 at my level, I am successful because people have met me and they have seen their life make progress and move towards their wow. their, their goals and life visions and everything. And for me, that gives me a satisfaction that having money cannot give. That's deep, dude. And I, you know, what I would say, because, you know, we don't know each other, but success for me, and now I sound 
egotistical by saying this, but success to me is measured in the form of money. And I hate to say that, but I mean, just from your answer, it kind of makes me take a step back to look at it. Right. And I've asked that question to multiple guests on this show and everybody has a different measurement of success. So you can't live your life based on what someone else's perspective of success is because what success to me might not be success to you. And that actually, that you know, that leads me to my next question that I wrote down here from you talking is, you know, how do you use your time to make sure that you stay on a course and overcome challenges to achieve success? And your success is making sure people around you um, are better. So how do you uh, use the time that you have to make sure that they are on course and that they achieve success through you and that you can achieve overall success? We'll talk about this and then we'll take a quick break. So go ahead. Okay, all right. Um, I have a life philosophy. My life philosophy is governed by a simple word, a popular word, a four-letter word that is commonly misunderstood. It's called love. All right, so that what governs my life. When I see people, I love them, and then I like to express that love. And in expressing that love, I express it. When I mean love, I don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean the. Um, I don't mean the general opinion of love. Oh, I love him. I love her. Yeah. No, I mean a deep understanding and respect you have for the human entity first. And that that entity deserves some necessary, uh, uh, some, some necessary individuality and respect. I must acknowledge that and celebrate that. So by that, when I see everybody, I see this person as an entity that deserves respect. And I treat you like that. And then I become very supportive and loyal to people. All right. So if if I call you my friend, I don't just use there are some words lately from late last year and from early last year to now, I've I, I deleted some words from my vocabulary, meaning there are some words I don't use carelessly. I don't use words like love, friends, carelessly. All right, so if I if I say you're my friend, I'm saying that because by the universal standard of of what friendship means, mm-hmm. you are my friend. And by that, you are entitled to some things. If I say I love you, I, I know what love is in its entirety. And I say that from that consciousness, not from being emotional. Do you understand? So yeah. one of my my life is governed by some of these principles, love, loyalty. All right. I want to if you have an issue, tell me about it. I'm if 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 I if it's something I can I can I can provide, I would. If it is for instance, if it's something material and I have the money, I, I would help. If it's not, I can give you advices or avenues to help people. And then one of the things I uh, I try I I'm, I'm a motivator. I like to motivate people, and I've done that for quite of my friends. I've seen I've met people who are depressed. And by the time I'm, I was done talking with them, they were well, well, they were, they were so, so motivated. All right. So uh, I've done that for some of my friends. And that's for me, for me, that's, that gives me a lot of satisfaction. I, I cannot change the whole world at the same time, but I can change my inner space. I can change, I can influence those in my inner space. Okay. And then make life conducive for them. So for me, that's how I live. That's how my life is is worthwhile. I try to add value to everybody around me. That's super deep, man. And I respect that a lot. And I'll tell you my take on it. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, We only get 30 minutes on Zoom. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to cut the segment. We're going to go to a short break and we'll come back and we'll pick back off with a couple more questions that we have. But this has been a super awesome conversation. We're we're diving deep into, into life, into pain through pain and converting it to success. And we look forward to the next 30 minutes on the segment. So bear with me and we'll be right back. What's going on, everybody? This is Glenn from the Raw Talk, your favorite host. And I am here to talk to you about Anchor, the platform that I use to record and upload all of my podcasts. Uh, If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast and it's free. So you know me, 
easy and free. That's what I like. There are creation tools on this platform that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you to all platforms so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money also from your podcast, which is a super good benefit with no minimum listenership. So, boom, get that in there. But it, I wanted to say that it is everything that you need from a podcast in one place. Easy, convenient, free. You can make money. It's a no-brainer. Why don't you guys head over to the website today and check it out. Go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back, everybody. This is Glenn. I am with uh, Victor, and he is coming from Nigeria. We are at 6.35 p.m. here. Uh, what time is it over by you? 12.35 it's, p.m. It's Sunday already. What time is it? It's Sunday already. 12.35 p.m. Oh, my God. Well, let's pick off where we just left off. Let's pick up where we just left off. So we were okay. talking about love and your definition of um, success. And I thought it was super interesting because I said earlier on the show that success to me was money. And I take a step back and look at that in depth a little bit more. And for me, maybe it is not money. It's more along the lines of being able to bring your friends and family up with you. So when I say that, I say success to me at the end of the day is money motivated. But the reason that it's money motivated is because I want to provide a better life for me, my future family, my friends, and you know my immediate family. So I think that we don't take a discourse and thinking what uh, success is in terms a little bit differently between you and I. I think that you just think about it a little bit more in depth and you are selfless, which is super rare to find these days. And I'm really blessed to have you on the show, man. So I wanted to thank you for giving us a little insight into that. But uh, talking about that, you know, um, do you, and I don't know how to phrase this the correct way. So success to you is not success to someone else. And we, yeah, we determined that through the show and what we talked about and what the main focus of this is, is, um, success through pain. So what advice would you give to someone right now who is listening to the show, who might be experiencing, um, you know, a a sad spot in their life or depression, because you did talk about you being super helpful and helping people on depression. So talk to me about how you would address that person. And what kind of advice do you have for someone who is going through a difficult time, who's trying to deal with, uh, you know, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. So give me some, some words of advice from your standpoint. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, um, if I meet someone who has, who's experiencing a lot of pain for me, the first thing I, the first thing I would tell you, I would tell you is the fact that, um, your experience of pain is legit, meaning it, it signifies your human Oh, I think I'm frozen. You're good. You, Can you hear me? Yeah, we were saying that it that pain signifies that you're human. So pick up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, it shows it signifies that that you are human. Uh, but most importantly, is I will tell you to try your best not to be distracted by it, because one of one of the sad things about pain is when you don't know the benefit of what pain is uh, of how pain is. You tend to question some of the sacred things you hold at highest. You question your beliefs. Um, I'm a Christian, so I question things like God. I think that's one of the periods of atheism. The, 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 you, you question some things that you hold sacrosanct. All right. Why I'm saying this is because uh, 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 it's a natural human construct of pain, but at the same time, set your eyes beyond the pain. All right. Your eyes should move beyond the pain to the to the bigger picture. That's why um, in um, in medicine, that's what called classic. People call it the healing of the mind or the healing through the mind. It's where they give you they give you something that they give you something like water that is not able to cure your sickness, but they make you believe it can cure your sickness. Yeah, it's called the placebo. Yeah, the placebo effect. All right, so. 
for me, that's one of the things I would advise anybody. Put, give hope. Hope is a tool of, of survival. Hope is a tool of survival. You need hope to survive. While I'm saying that it, that alone will not help you, but you need a you need to see a bigger picture. What is You got No, you're good. You were uh, talking about hope, so pick up. Yeah, yeah. So I would advise anybody going through pain to be to have a bigger picture, all right. And whatever you constantly see, consistently becomes your utmost reality. This is one of the laws of dominant thoughts. It's a law of dominant thoughts. So you see the bigger picture so much that it makes your your present pain, your present pain, both. Uh, surmountable and enjoyable it doesn't overwhelm you because pain can be very overwhelming at times all right i'm saying this because i've gone through a lot of pain for me but this i i i i i i hoped i saw the bigger picture beyond the pain and it helped me endure the present challenge yeah and um that's I'm kind of speechless because I didn't think this interview was going to be so in depth. And as you know, here we're unscripted, unscripted, unedited and uncensored. So uh, it, it's really hard to uh, try to pedal back to get down to a level um, of su such intellect that we have been discussing tonight. But what I did take away from what you just said, and I had a question that popped to my mind. So does, does setting unachievable goals have a causality with pain? And what I mean by that, right, is people in life who set goals like, you know, I want to be a millionaire by the end of the year. Is that more, is that subjugated more to causing pain because people set these goals and they can't achieve them? So they have to take a step back and then they go through pain. What's your take on that? Like, do you think it is better to set minor goals to reach them and attain them so that your pain is on a smaller scale? Or do you think that, you know, by people shooting for high goals in one, two or five years, that the pain is worth the go through? Okay. 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 I, I, I got a question. I think for me is a uh, setting and Setting, setting feasible goals or realistic goals, all right? Um, you, can't, <laughs> you can't tell me you want to be, you, you want to work $10 billion at the end of two months. That's unrealistic, unless you have something that is capable of giving that amount of money. Okay, so for me, um, yeah, when you set unrealistic goals and it, it's not achievable, or it ends up not being achieved, it can cause it can cause pain. So my take on this is simple. Set the point is not whether the goal is high or low, but set realistic goals. Alright. By deep understanding of your kind of person, not by not from um, not from popular opinions or what the society says are uh um because society can put you under pressure. You don't set goals based on what society says, but you set goals based on your unique and um, your unique understanding about yourself. First of all, for instance, I'm a slow reader. I'm not, I, I don't read fast. Yeah. You, you know, you, I think you, I'm frozen. No, you're you're not. You okay. were talking about you. Okay. You don't read fast. Okay, I read, but I don't read fast. Okay, so what I do is, I know I, can, I, I may not be able to finish a book um, in two days. Maybe I, can, I, may, I may not be able to finish a 500 page book in two days. Not because I cannot, I can. But if I would achieve that, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't get the message of the book. So for me to take my time to study, I understand that I'm a slow reader. I read at this pace. So based on that understanding, I draft out goals that can be realistic. They are not high, they are not low, but they are realistic goals. At, by that point, I measure my progress step by step. 
So for my my take on that is you know, it's not about setting high goals or low goals, but set realistic goals from your own from the understanding of yourself. So self discovery is important. Yeah, and I talked about that. I think on my second episode was about goals and how to set them and achieve them. And for me, what I do and what I you know kind of altered my life around after I knew that I was failing too much was I used to set unattainable goals. So I would set something and say, Hey, you know, by the end of the year, I want to have a hundred thousand dollars in my bank account, which is super realistic, but I wasn't putting the work in. And this relates back to being afraid to fail or being afraid to take chances. So I kind of find that super uh, discouraging in the fact that when you're setting goals too high, I think that you have a much higher chance of encountering pain on higher scales because you're not reaching milestones along the way. And what I say by that is, you know, in a year I want to be a hundred, you know, a hundred thousand dollars in the bank, but you get from January to September say, and you only have 10,000 in there. So now you have about four or five months left and you have to figure out how to make the hundred thousand. And then when the time comes and you didn't hit that, it's upsetting because you set a goal too high. So for me, what I have done now and what has worked well for me is to set a, like an all-time major goal. So say, hey, I want to be a millionaire by 32. So three years, I want to be a millionaire. But then I'll break that down a step further and say, by the end of this year, I want to have you know, uh, $10,000 in the bank. And then I'll break it down to each month. So to attain that goal, I'll have to hit little milestones along the way, along the way which I think gives people hope like we talked about earlier. So when you set these goals and you're able to obtain them in realistic time, your hope goes up and your achievement level goes up and your satisfaction goes up because you are hitting these little things. So I love it, man. I I love what we talk about, about, you know, goals. And the funny thing that I have noticed about life here is that people want to be successful without discomfort you know, without yeah. sacrifice and without pushing past their comfort zone. So that leads to people being afraid of change and being afraid to fail. So my question to you based on that is, do you think that the fear of failing holds people back from achieving their goals, needless to say, small or large? Yeah, true. Yes, yeah, true. You're right. Um, but I, let me say this. Yes, that's true. The fear of failing can hold you back from success. But that's because people do not understand the gift of failure. The gift All of right? what? The gift of failure. Failure. The gift of failure. Yeah. Yes. Why this is, is because for me, um, <laughs> my, my philosophy is this. Try it. Attempt it, fail, learn from it, and move on. Why I'm saying this is because one of the one of the uh, one of the major routes of success outside or amongst others is failure. When you fail, you learn more from your failures than from your success. Yeah. When I... you fail, it, it it shows it shows it shows there there is one one there is something you have done wrong. It shows something you should have done right. All right. So it shows you, it, it gives you major lessons that can sustain you in your success. Yeah. All right? So for, for me, um, uh, the fear of failure should not be, should not be, should not be there. What I'm saying this is because Attempt everything. Uh, my team for the year, my team for the my personal resolution for the year is taking drastic steps. Taking drastic steps. Okay, so I'm gonna take the risk I can take, make all the mistakes and learn from them. Fail as much as possible, but fail into failure, uh, but fail into success. All right. So you you fail, and most importantly, you learn from the failures because that's the big. The lessons of failures give you gives you convictions in your success. Yeah, right? yeah. I you know I think failure builds character, and yes. I say that because yes. it's all about how you react to 
your failures. And at the end of the day, you either uh, stand up in the face of adversity and you overcome what you are afraid of, or, you know, you fall on your face trying, but it's about how you pick yourself up and you respond to that situation. Because there's a lot of times in life where people fail at a lot of things. I mean, flying a kite when you're younger or riding a bike, and that grows into, you know, failing at a, out of school or failing at tests. And then that grows to, you know, failing at a presentation at work or failing at a job interview. So it's all about how someone responds to failure and how it builds your character, because I have failed so much in my life and I wouldn't do anything differently from that failure because it made me a better person at the end of the day. I realized through failure that success comes and success comes to those who keep pushing and get up. You know, if one door closes in front of your face, your goal might right your goal could be right behind that door, but some people quit because the door shut and all they had to do was open the door, you know, twist the handle and push it open. And they would have achieved what they set out to do. So I think, you know, my advice would be to have failure in your life because it builds a character and it builds you to be this person that has lived the life of being able to fail and being able to overcome your failures, I think is what a lot of people struggle with in life now because you could fail and then you could just be that personality type. That's just like, you know what? I I can't do it anymore and go down another way when all you had to do was open the door. So, you know, advice that I would give to someone right now who might've experienced failure, who has experienced failures and they just seem to can't get out of it is, to just keep pushing because you don't know how close you are to achieving success or achieving what you set out to do. So my advice really would just be to, you got to keep going. And then you also, what you need to do is surround yourself with people who have the same mindset as you, people who are builders and not destroyers. And by that, I say, you know, people who will build you up in your times of being down, because if you surround yourself with destroyers, you're going to get down on yourself and then everyone around you is going to be like, oh, well, you know, you couldn't do it anyway or they weren't good enough to have you. So if you surround yourself with builders, you will be brought up yeah. to, a, to a, you know, and I use a metaphorical, just say to a mansion, you know, because at the end of the day, if you have people around you who motivate you, who give you words of encouragement and who will always be there for you, there's really nothing that can hurt you through failure. So uh, that's my advice. You know, what, what would you say and what would your advice be to someone who is experienced experiencing failure or has experienced failure? What would you tell them? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say, first of all, failure is an event. Okay. And events do not characterize people. Hmm. All right. So, fill an event, and events do not characterize people. What characterizes you is whatever you accept and you believe in that creates a conviction for your character. These are what gives you your personality, not your failures. All right. So, they are all events. So, personally, I would, people that get emotional with failure are those who, 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 who link their their results with their essence. But but the both are disjointed. They are not together. They shouldn't be together. Your results are not you. Why this is important is because I've met people who have money, who have who have attained financial success, mm-hmm. but yet they are they are they are they are void of what it means to be human. Wow. They do not have love. Yeah. They, they are. They think life is useless. All right. So, for me, that there is more to life than money. All right. So, what I would tell anybody is, you are not your events. You are who you are, and every human entity is entitled to success. But both failure and success are our choices. So, you choose. You make the choices of success. Not just the failure. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about motivation. Um, okay. Through our conversation, our conversation, do you think 
that you can lose motivation experiencing a lot of failure in life? And how do you overcome that and say, hey, you know, I got to stay motivated while going through so many failures? Like, what do you do? You can lose a lot of motivation when when this failure are right. but how to stay motivated is by one like I said before hope is by seeing the bigger picture all right by seeing the bigger picture that will help a lot yeah when you when you have something in front of you something so big that it consumes you to the point where you ignore your present conditions it can it can be very helpful all right so you have you see the bigger picture. What do you consistently see? Even medical doctors have, I was reading a book one time and they said that in medicine, um, people who survive more from deadly diseases are those can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. People who survive more from deadly diseases are those who have who have a bigger picture that they see consistently, or, or, or those who have a reason to live. All right. Wow. So, for instance, um, um, there, was this, there was this story where a woman was having a deadly disease, a terminal disease, but she kept saying that she wants to be there for her daughter. And her daughter was very tender. And what happened was that the, the medical, she asked for a picture of her and her daughter together. So, so over time, she, was, she kept looking at that picture, looking at that picture. And that helps her skill through the disease. Actually, that is that is a law of life. Because your the future you see consistently, consistently and you believe in with emotions and heart and, and work and some little work will become your utmost success. So what I would tell anybody is um um failures can be very frustrating, but learn from them. Uh don't lose motivation because Failures will give you reasons to lose motivation, but you have to have a reason to be successful. Now, why, let me put it this way. If you lose motivation, you will fail. So you have a choice of, of you, you have just one option. Just one good option between the two. You either have to lose motivation that will inevitably lead to failure. Yeah. Or Try to have have your chances in front of you. Take the chances or the 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 yes the chances of of, of moving towards success. All right, of which well, guys, for which can special. So, what motivates you? Okay, okay. For me, one of the things that motivates me is because uh, uh, things that motivate me are people. I love, I love to see people go. Yeah. Yeah, and I love results at the same time, but I obey principles. So my life is bounded by principles. And basically, people and principles are what motivates me. See, I would say the same thing. And for listeners who might be listening in your part of the world, it's for me what, and I'll agree with you, is results. I think at the end of the day, motivate everybody. And this reverts back to setting obtainable goals that we talked about. uh, And also surrounding yourself with people who are builders, because through that time, people who build you up are going to push you to have more motivation. And while on the way, when you're hitting your little milestone goals, you continue to grow motivation because you see achievements. And at the end of the day, when you see achievements, that's how you obtain success. And I think for me, Motivation can be found through friends, music, uh, strangers, and uh, at the end of the day, who you see in the mirror. Because if you don't motivate yeah. yourself, it's going to be super hard for someone else to come motivate you. So I think yeah. you're. Uh, I think the man in the mirror needs to be the person who motivates. Or the man or the woman in the mirror needs to be the person who motivates you to start everything off. But we're coming up here on on the end of the segment, and this has been a super deep, uh, super interesting. And really uh, kind of life-altering conversation for me. And I hope listeners take stuff away from this. Uh, and I'll tell you what I think you should take away. But what do you think listeners should take away from your episode, uh, Victor? Okay. Um, for me, um, I would 
one of the profound things that anybody should know from this episode is that success is that success is a product of your understanding of things and feelings. Alright. So if you must make anything beautiful, there must be a little discomfort it must take. And you must choose your kind of pain. Alright. It is better to choose your pain or you would have the inevitable pain. Alright. So the pain of regret is the is the default. Well so pain of discipline, you discipline yourself is is select a kind of pain. You select what the kind of the kind the kind of pain you want to experience. Alright, so I would advise any listener to know that in your pursuit of success, pain is inevitable. So you shouldn't be discouraged when you face lots of pain, disappointments, um, heartbreaks, um, um, whatever it is, whatever kind of pain you should be, you should, know, you should understand that it is, it is part of the necessary route for success. Yeah. And I think I would say, you know, the same thing you do. And and I would also say that I hope that someone would take away from this. If someone is going through, uh, you know, a rough time or is dealing with a lot of pain in their life to take some advice from our conversation and make changes to your life. Uh, surround yourself with people who love you. Uh, surround your brain with things that you think benefit you. And at the end of the day, um, really everybody sees success differently. So what somebody who's going through a struggle right now might picture as success, I think they need to take a step back and realize that success is measured in different increments to different people across the whole world. So if you're going through a hard time right now, you know, really reach out to someone, talk to them, uh, reevaluate where you stand and just understand that better days are ahead. You know, you just got to keep pushing through these times because you look at the pandemic with COVID-19, the whole world's affected, but yeah. you know, we're in it together. We got to push through this and we will never make it out if people don't have the will to live or the will or have a bigger picture and understand that what everybody's fighting for is to get rid of this. So I think that takeaway from that would, would hopefully be that people can change and people can keep pushing. And regardless of what situation you face at this current moment, things will get better. Things will get better. So thank you. That that's how I feel. And then we'll wrap this up, man. I have appreciated you being on the show. I am honored and truly blessed to be able to talk with you. And I'd love to have you back on again. Or even when you get your podcast up and going, let me be on that because I you could dive deep into me and I would love to tell people over there some some ways that I feel and some topics that I would like to discuss. But we'll wrap this up on a question and this is my favorite question it's just a little fun question and it'll be interesting to see how you answer this being from africa so i'm going to ask you to give me three things and the situation is this is you're on an island for six months to a year and you only have three things to survive that time what are three things that you bring with you and why <laughs> Okay, I'm on, I'm, I'm on an island for six months to one year. Yeah, and you can just tell me what items because we're running at, we're running on three minutes here. So just give me the items that you would bring and uh, that would be it. You hear me? <laughs> just three items that you, you got to live for a year on this island. So that could be anything. Okay. A knife. A knife? Um, a knife. A pen. A pen. Okay. And um, <laughs> it's it's a question, dude. Everyone gets put on the spot with that question, but we'll just we can. Okay, you can see this in life, a pen and a book. And a book. All right, man. Well, that's great. I uh, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I know that it's what one o'clock in the morning over there in Nigeria, right now. Yeah. Dude, yeah. this has been an awesome show, one of my favorites, and I appreciate you so much. And I hope that you get the courage to get your own podcast up because you have a beautiful soul and you have a lot of things to discuss. And I think you could change a lot of people's lives, brother. So I want to thank you for being on here. And uh, if you ever need anything, reach out to me. I'm sure we'll stay in contact and I'm, I'm going to get this episode up. And to the viewers and listeners, uh, I apologize for the audio quality. You got to bear with us. I mean, like I said, he's in Nigeria and Africa and I'm in the United States. And as you can see there and here, there's cultural differences 
uh, with the rooster and with the generator through that time. So, man, I appreciate you so much. Um, any last words? You got 30 seconds. Okay. Um, I'll, thank you for, thank you so much for inviting me on your show. And I deeply appreciate, um, I would love, any, 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 I would love your audience to, um, to have access to my podcast. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So what I'll do, man, is you send me some social media. I'll attach it to this audio file. I'll get it uploaded and give you the link. But uh, we've got nine seconds. And I want to thank everyone for listening. This has been another episode of The Raw Talk. And uh, come back and hear us. We love you. Bye. <laughs>